rise for their majesties of Royally Obsessed, the podcast for all things royals. Stand by! Three cheers for Her Majesty the Queen! Hey guys, welcome back to Royally Obsessed. I'm Lisa Ryan. And I'm Caitlin Munza. And it's your time for your weekly update on the royal family. Woohoo! Uh, make sure to follow us on Instagram at Royally Obsessed Podcast and join our Facebook group, Royally Obsessed. Please subscribe to the podcast and leave us the royal rating of a five-star review. It would be really nice. Yeah. Just a polite thing to do. Honestly. And, okay, we have a very busy show today because so much stuff is happening. These royals can't stop going places, which yeah. we're super into. But first we have Prince Louis' christening. And then we have this fancy royal military event. Indeed we do. Uh, Megan and Harry are in Ireland. Finally. In amazing outfits. Yeah. It's like... Okay, we are hot here in yes. New York because the temperature is insane. Yes. We are not hot physically because we are just sweating and gross. Well, we are also hot physically. Okay, that means a lot. Mm-hmm. But they are just like radiating heat. So yes. I recommend everyone getting air conditioning or if you're <laughs> listening to this while you're on a run, good luck. <laughs> and then does Megan have a new British accent? She kind of does. <laughs> yeah, she does. <laughs> <Whoops>. uh, <laughs> and so for our Royal Refreshment today... And now it's time for the weekly royal cocktail. We are drinking gin and honestly just water. Yeah, it's not. It, it was tonic at some point in its life. It's basically just like water and melted ice, but with a very strong gin taste. Yeah, which, I don't hate it. Yeah, it's the only way to cope with the New York heat. And yeah, I know everywhere's having heat wave right now because not global to get warming. Political. Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> it. It's global warming. Is what it is. Yeah. So we are just. You know, we're drinking our best. Drinking this refreshing alcoholic water. Yes. Thank you, Lisa, for your pouring. <laughs> okay. So, this week in royal history. And now, this week in royal history. Prince Philip and Queen Elizabeth II announced their engagement on July 9th, 1947. Um, those those two lovebirds, those crazy kids. Those crazy cousins. <laughs> who, have now, <laughs> who have now been married for a million years, since before my dad was born. I guess the key to a long-lasting marriage is be slightly related. Be slightly related. I don't know. Whatever. Whatever works for you. Um, so as she was then, Princess Elizabeth uh, met, met Philip Mountbatten at age 13 on a tour of the Royal Navy Naval College in 1939. Um, so right before the war broke out, and they fell in love, and they became a written they began a written correspondence. So they were sending love letters during the war. It's quite romantic. When she was 13. And when she was, was like 19. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, this little description I'm reading suggests they fell in love, but the story really goes that she had the hots for him. Because she was 13 and he was like a dashing, blonde, gigantically tall, blonde guy. You know what? In her defense, I'm pretty sure when I was 13, I had the hots for Leonardo DiCaprio, who was also at the time a dashing, blonde guy. And now he's (laughs) just kind of turned into a 40-year-old who dates women in their late teens, early 20s. But at least you weren't related to Leonardo DiCaprio. That I know of. (laughs) It's for the best that way. Um, But yeah, so Philip asked the king for Elizabeth's hand in marriage in 1946. They announced their their engagement a million years ago this week. Mm -hmm. And they've been married for a long time. Yeah. And, you know, they're still trucking along. Still trucking. Their marriage and its 
debatable levels of happiness is a is the topic of the first two seasons of the crown like an an ongoing topic yeah so i assume everyone listening has watched the crown but if not yeah. you should just drop everything that you're doing other than listening to this podcast. Yeah, and then watch yeah give, it. give us like another 20 to 25 minutes, then go watch The Crown. You're not going outside. It's too hot and disgusting. Yeah, it's way too hot. Um, but as for uh, Prince Philip, we don't see him, of course, anymore, really, because he's retired from royal duties. Um, and Queen Elizabeth still attends, you know, just the opening of an envelope, that one. But <laughs> what she didn't attend was Prince Louis' christening. So we're about to get into that. But first... Um, so Queen Elizabeth didn't attend the christening and everybody was like, oh, God, is she still sick? Because, because, you know, last week she canceled something. She had a cold and she won't get knee surgery. Although someone was tweeting at us that it's not advisable for her to get knee surgery. Yeah. So last week we talked about her, you know, stubbornness and refusal to get knee surgery. And then um, we actually had a lot of tweet corrections, not corrections, but informative tweets after our episode last week. So, Which we appreciate because we really like hearing from our We listeners. love hearing from you guys, especially if you're polite about it and yes. not mean. <laughs> um, so one person pointed out that, yes, she's at 92 years old. It's actually not a great candidate for knee surgery. Um, so she's not just pushing on out of stubbornness or determination that she this is the best health choice for her um the other sort of informative tweets we got several of these we mentioned that she had gone to kentucky uh you know we were talking about the royals best american moments for the fourth of july and we mentioned that she went to kentucky and somebody pointed out that she wasn't there visiting the coal mines she was there for the derby duh yeah of course of course if there's a horse <laughs> if there was queen a- elizabeth will visit it she's like i hear americans have a horse event i'd like to attend that please <laughs> so she went to that in 2007 um but yeah so she didn't go to the christening and there was a little a, a bit of a hullabaloo about it so they they didn't release a statement but they released sort of rumors i think they like snuck this out mm-hmm. to the the British royal reporters who said that um, she's fine, she's feeling fine, Philip's feeling fine, everybody feels okay, but um, she has a ton of events this week. She had the Royal Air Force event today. Um, she's meeting with Trump later this week. So I assume she's in therapy. So she's she's on the Zannies and <laughs> she's resting up. I was about to say the Lexies. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we love drugs here. Um, so she's, she's resting up. She needs all the rest. That said, I mean, a christening is like a pretty official event for her to skip, but whatever. She makes her choices. You know, especially when she's the head of the church. Yeah, it's a little odd, but um, everybody else was there. So let's get into that. Yeah. Well, so I was covering the christening a lot for the yes, cut. Thank I think you for I had, your service. Yes. I mean, I am a saint, but <laughs> I think I had three posts up uh, that day. And of course, I was obsessed with the pictures because it's a it's a beautiful baby. Like yes, he is beautiful. I've mentioned his chin and how I thought it was going to be more <laughs> pronounced than his siblings, and I can say that I can't really tell. He looks yeah. exactly like his siblings. Yeah, R- really cute. Yeah, adorable. But he so, slept through the whole thing. We never even saw his eyes. I mean, maybe he didn't sleep through the whole thing inside the church, but through all the photos and paparazzi moments, he did not open his eyes. Yeah, but he's so beautiful. Yes, but so. Okay, here's, like, I guess this is going to be a little bit inside baseball, but, like, the problem with covering these sorts of events is, what am I going to say? Like, baby attends his christening? Yeah, baby sleeps in mother's arms for two to four hours. Baby attends religious ceremony and everything goes exactly as planned and it's (laughs) fine? Like, Also, we've been through this. This is the third time, obviously. And so even sort of fun fact items, like the fact that he wore the, Louis wore the christening dress that is a replica of 
uh, Queen Victoria's dress from the 1830s or whatever. We knew that already because, of course, George and Charlotte wore it and Prince William wore it. So the dress is not super interesting. The chapel wasn't super interesting. What was disappointing to me also was that for Charlotte's christening, they had that walk up. It was a different chapel, and they did a slow walk up with the pram. Mm-hmm. So the you know? George pictures. Where so he's the, yeah, those in. super cute pictures of George as he's like up on his tiptoes peeking into the pram. How often do you get to use the word pram? I'm going to keep saying it, pram, 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 because what the hell is a pram? Only those, that royal couple living in the, they always look so old timey. They're the ones using a pram. Um, we know a pram is a stroller, so you don't have to tweet that to us. <laughs> <laughs> it's a special kind of stroller when Kate Middleton is pressing it. Of course. Um, but so, okay, so I was having like, it was really just like a moment where I was like, I need to get these posts up. What am I going to write? And I'm like, oh, I'll just do a funny post about how this elusive baby that we haven't seen since his birth has finally like reappeared. Sorry, reappeared. Like he's emerged, and it's just a joke because obviously he's a two month old baby, yeah. and he, like he's not at the clubs. And I was like talking about how his mother had to carry him because he was a baby, and like and he like can't hold his head up. Like, he's like no. a, he's like a brand new baby, and so I just wrote like. I mean, it wasn't a mean post at all because I adore this family, of yes. course. But it was just like kind of sarcastic being like, oh, elusive baby finally emerges. And yeah. so then it kind of went a little viral. Not like that viral, but oh, Lisa. a bunch of political journalists started <laughs> retweeting this guy who I'm not going to name, but he like he saw the. I don't. He didn't even click on it. I don't think because I think no. if you click on the post, you can see it. One hundred percent, it is sarcastic. Yeah. So the the post that Lisa wrote called Prince Louis elusive. The tweets from her employer called the baby elusive, and then everybody else was like, "Um, he's two months old. How he's can a he baby. be elusive?" Yeah. And the tweet said he was the most elusive member of the British royal family, which is funny. Yeah, because he's That's the a most, joke. He's the most elusive because he literally was just born. He's never at the grocery store by himself. Like, oh, I don't have all these paparazzi photos of him because, oh, what? Oh, he's nursing. Yeah. He's asleep 23 hours a day. Yeah. So somebody tweeted that, but it happens to be somebody with a lot of followers yes. and a lot of like very prominent followers. So then a lot of very prominent people started retweeting that and then having their own things and they were, and then all these people were replying and it's just like everyone kept saying, well, he's a baby. How can he be elusive? Like, why are you saying that? And like the whole joke is he's a baby, so he can't be elusive. And that was my Monday. And I, I wasn't upset because I, I have had instances where I've gone viral where like people have misinterpreted something I've said and, you know, it's traumatizing and I'm in therapy crying. Like, sure, sure, should sure. I quit media? Sure. Should I like move back home? Am That's I how you know you're doing a good job. Yeah. But this was just funny because this was literally just like hundreds and not hundreds of thousands. So I say like hundreds to thousands mm-hmm. of people tweeting out the punchline of my joke, which yes. just makes it funnier to me. Yes. Because like a baby can't be elusive. Yeah. Like that's a literal joke. Like the baby can't be elusive. So anyway, um, all it was of us- a really upsetting day for me, honestly, <laughs> because I kept seeing it just in my timeline. And I'd be like, oh, Lisa, oh, Lisa, my beautiful, royally obsessed podcast co-host. <laughs> Luckily, I was just like, this don't is- be mean to her. Anyway, I hope you guys think that joke is funny because I don't actually think babies are elusive. I think they're beautiful. That said, we could use more Prince Louis photos. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That said, Louis. And events. And events. Um, so what I loved about this event, um, besides that we got to see the entire Cambridge family all together, which we haven't had yet, mm-hmm. both both kiddos and the baby, um, and we got the Sussexes, which is really hard to say. Basically, all the key players were in one frame at the same time 
God bless them. All the Cambridges wore shades of blue because it was like a baby boy christening, um, which was adorable. And we got to see our beloved Charlotte doing a little handshake. And they, she's so dainty at it. She's so dainty. They they had Kensington Palace released a video of them walking up and meeting the archbishop. And of course, they all shake his hand. But um, Princess Charlotte is just so delicate with her little handshake because she's she, three. Then she puts her hand right in her mouth yep. just because mm-hmm. she is three. That is what they do. And then George was so quiet. He did it as well. He Not the hand, not the mm-hmm. mouth thing, but like the shaking the hand. Yeah. And he was just so adorable and sweet. Yeah. And it was really cute. And Prince William was captured. You could hear him say, well done. <laughs> <laughs> but my, a favorite, good job. my favorite Charlotte moment from the christening, though, is actually after the christening ceremony, which, of course, we didn't get to see because it's a religious ceremony. So yeah. we just are Closed like, door. us plebes are just outside. But to all the photographers that were taking pictures as she and uh, her parents and her brothers were mm-hmm. leaving that uh, chapel, she just looks at the photographers and please excuse me because I'm about to do a three-year-old <laughs> British accent. She goes, you're not coming. <laughs> oh, rude. Shade. Yeah. And photographers are not welcome to the party, the tea party that they had. And so she's so good with the photographers. And yeah, so I'm wondering sassy. if we're going to, you know, really dig deep into what this three-year-old just said. Yes. Is it that she is throwing shade at the photographers? She <laughs> does not like them. And she's like, you're not coming. Yes. Or is it just simply like a fact? Like, you can't come. Sorry. Like, maybe she asked her parents, like, oh, are they coming? And they right. said no. No. Or, like, she's alerting them that they can go home now. Their yeah. job is done. You're not coming. Yeah, like, go. Honestly, of all the things about this event, my favorite was that Kate Middleton looked the happiest she has looked in public that wasn't at a Wimbledon or Olympic sporting event. That's so true. She looked so happy. Like, she was grinning so hard that actually, like, veins in her neck were popping out. Oh, she's just so happy with her family. Yeah. Three kids. It was really really great. Um, And And she's probably also happy that her baby was sleeping. Slept with the whole thing. She also wore a crazy ass hat, which we really appreciate. It was by Jane Taylor, was the milliner. And it looked like a, it looks just like, I think sometimes you just sort of absorb the hats. You don't really notice them. You know, shame on me, bad fashion person here. But she, it's just like a gigantic headband. Yeah. And like. By gigantic headband, we mean gigantic headband. Yeah, if you just think of it as a hat, no, no, it's a headband with like a whole universe growing on the top of it. And the Fug Girls, who, as you guys all know, we adore, um, they called it Tudorian. Tudorian. Like, Interesting. Like as the in tutors. the Tudors, yes. And they were like, maybe this will be the era of crazy hats from Kate. Like maybe in her late 30s into her 40s. I'm here for that. Totally here for that. Um, we also got, of course, Megan um, wearing... Sort of an olive green explosion. Now, we asked for color, and she's been delivering the color, sort of. It wasn't no more like blush pink. She was wearing blush pink the entire six weeks after her wedding. For the christening, she wore an olive green dress with an olive green belt, olive green shoes, olive green gloves. You don't see them in her hand, and a clutch, all in the exact same hue. It was super olive, but I really liked it. Yeah. Not many people can pull off that color. No, not at all. And... It was Ralph Lauren, so an American designer. Yeah. Um, she hasn't worn that many American designers, no, I, don't I don't believe. So. She wore Brandon Maxwell, which was the yellow dress. Yeah. He um, is Lady Gaga's stylist, and that was yeah. last week, and I think yeah. we talked about it. Or I, I don't know if we did. It. It's It's been a lot. Maybe I just dreamed about it. Well, <laughs> last week she wore this stunning yellow Beautiful. dress. Like, she looked, I mean, she's like honestly one of the most stunning women mm-hmm. in the world, but she just looked like... Beautiful banana yellow, perfectly fit. I'm speechless. Like, I can't even think of the word. Like, 
I was going to say supermodel, but like better than a supermodel. Yeah. It was just all of our complaints the last couple of weeks about wearing like beige dresses that don't fit. This was a perfectly fitted bright yellow dress. Very big fan. And then so that was last week. And then we got the olive green. And then we got even more, of course. We have so much, so much fashion. Yeah. But you know what? There was somebody at the baptism who wore something that I know Caitlin is oh not God, thank you for too happy me. about. Okay. So Caitlin and I actually went to a movie together on Monday. And while we were waiting for the movie to start, Caitlin like, went on her rant about this. And I was like, oh, wow. Well, we had to talk about it off, uh, off the pod because my feelings are politically incorrect. This is a happy place. Royally Obsessed is a happy, happy place. And I like to be, of course, polite about these polite people. Um, Pippa Middleton, my God in heaven above, that dress <laughs> that she wore to the christening was so bad. And it's hard for me to talk about because she is, of course, a pregnant person, probably at the beginning of her second trimester. The dress was so ill-fitting and horrible. I mean, clearly not meant to be a maternity dress. Um, please pull it up as we're discussing it so I don't sound as terrible a human as I know I must because, again, she is a pregnant person. But, like, sorry. So it was designed by Alessandra Rich. It was custom made. I know. That's what makes it worse. (laughs) I I was like, okay. Because I feel like obviously neither of us have had kids, but we have had friends that are pregnant currently have had kids. And, you know, I know that, like, finding the right outfit when you're pregnant could be quite tough because yes. your body's changing a lot but this was custom made for her so like she literally <sighs> picked out this thing and was like that's Make me this. that's the one for me so yes usually i i know it sucks for pregnant women i've written a little bit about maternity fashion usually they're they're stuck wearing sort of like muumuu dresses or the kind with like an empire waist like that that you know fit right under their boobs that their uh, belly can hang out but uh this dress was drop waist which is not flattering on almost any human and then there were bands there were seams across the stomach which almost looked like the lowest one looked like a maternity band that you sew into your jeans to make the jeans fit as long as possible but it just meant that her tiny stomach her tiny baby bump was stretching against all of these seams across her stomach and then on top of that there were the skirt was pleated and then there were puffs in the shoulders puffs at the wrist puffs at her like bust too many puffs. Just little puffs and pleats. Just It was so overstuffed. And, and then the collar looked like a pilgrim collar. Yeah, it was just collar. so uptight. It was sort of like the worst of all royal fashion all at once. It was in that pale blue that basically every Cambridge or Middleton family member wore yesterday. Um, but it was truly painful. So that's all I have to say about that. I'm but, sorry for denigrating the fashion choices of a pregnant woman. Women can make whatever choice they want to make. Of course, because this, our criticism of this dress has nothing to do with her being pregnant and no. nothing to do with maternity wear. It's just like general, like genuinely bad fashion. I'm, like, I'm sorry, Pippa. It's just so bad. And but you must have been so uncomfortable. But what's interesting about the dress is that not only was it custom made. So um, Abigail Spencer, who is an actress who briefly had like a small guest starring role on Suits, but I think she's on that show Timeless and also just guest starred on every show you've ever seen, like Grey's Anatomy and stuff. She's just one of those actresses. So she's quite close with Megan and she went to the royal wedding. And while at the royal wedding, she wore a dress by the same label, Alessandra Rich, but it was this stunning polka dot dress. It looks so vintage and just beautiful on her. And uh, it wasn't custom. It was like off the rack. I mean, off the rack almost $2,500. So, <laughs> right. you know, like... Not it wasn't, my off the rack. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't H&M. But, like, 
Abigail looked amazing in it. So I kind of assume, based on no evidence, just like coincidence. Yeah. I assume Pippa saw that and was like, oh, she looks amazing. I'd like to wear a similar dress. Yeah. And then the whole thing just kind of fell apart. It's just, it was deeply upsetting. Um, so I'm sorry, Pippa. Best of luck at the next event. Um, please don't do this to us again. Please. Please don't do that to us again. Oh, and we also, or was it this event or the RAF that we had the t- the kids sticking out their tongues? Is that the RAF? I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm sorry. Can, we, can that be our transition then? Because I know it's the best moment of that event. So the RAF event. So RAF stands for... Royal Air Force. You, you had to think about that. I know. I was like, wait, what What could it stand you for? You were so ready to be informative. Um, yeah, it's the 100th anniversary of the RAF, um, which, of course, uh, Prince William was a pilot. He's retired now, right? But he was an RAF pilot right after college. Um, he was the fourth generation of the monarchy to be in the Royal Air Force. Mm-hmm. Um, and he received his wings Kensington Palace posted this really sweet photo of 2008 when William received his RAF wings from his father, who also flew, and it was just like a very cute dad on dad, dad on kid moment. Dad on dad. Is that gross? Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it was another one. Much like Trooping the Color, it was like another big military flyover event. So the streets were lined with like hundreds of thousands of Brits. They took a break from all their soccer fandom to turn out for this. There was a flyover. It was pretty cool. Um, And of course, we got the whole gang in very formal outfits once again. Yes. So Kate was there, which people were surprised about. They knew that she would obviously attend the christening because it's the christening of her child. But she's still technically on royal maternity leave, which... Who knows what that means? Yeah, who? <laughs> <laughs> she's she's resting slightly more than she's usually resting. Yes. That's but no snark, no shade. Okay. So while she was there, she wore an Alexander McQueen coat again. Yeah. So I, you know, I really don't like ragging on fashion choices here. I come from a place of love. But she wore a third version of the Alexander McQueen coat that she owns with the very you know I mean she wears a lot of these sort of this is her style like a coat dress with like a sort of A-line bit of a fit and flare three quarter sleeves you know in a pastel you're so so good at describing fashion (laughs) I would just be like a fancy coat I'm looking at the picture right now so that's helping me I I wanted I read a description because I would I wanted to understand how to explain that but it's that those super wide lapels that look almost like a staying alive John Travolta thing so she's that dress looks so familiar because she also wore it to the royal wedding in May and she's worn it to other events so we know that she owns it in at least three colors um, a, an ivory, the pale yellow that she wore to the royal wedding that people yeah. thought was maybe white, and today's was pale blue. So it also, and of course, she wore pale blue yesterday, or did she wear white yesterday to the christening? She wore cream to the christening. Yeah, but also in a coat dress thing. Like yeah. they all, it all looks exactly the same. And in this case, it is quite literally the exact same dress that she has in three colors. I mean, she looked beautiful, of course, but yes. she, it, it's just, it's not new or interesting. I mean, we were happy to see her, of course, but the real star of this, other than all of the Air Force veterans. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for your service as well, allied country. Yes. But the real star was Meghan. Yes. Meghan Markle, our best friend in (laughs) an amazing custom Dior dress. Just like, I don't know. 
Chef's kiss. Perfect. Yes, exactly. Uh, I'm going to steal from Lisa's notes where I can see she wrote Audrey Hepburn. <laughs> she looks, she does look, this is her Audrey Hepburn look. I think I stole that from an L article. Well, so. it's true. I mean, so it's, thank you, Hearst. It's a black dress um, with the big uh, boat neck neckline that she adores. And then it is fit and flare as well, but very flared, sort of an exaggerated silhouette. But it's just, oh my God, it's perfect. It's so cute. Like, okay. Obviously, if I wore this, I wouldn't look like Meghan Markle in it because I don't look like Meghan Markle. But I feel like it's one of those extremely flattering dresses that yeah. would look good on just about anybody. Yeah. I mean, it's a Dior. That helps. Um, but yes, that little fit and flare silhouette is a favorite as, of mine as well because it sort of like skims over your butt and hips and like makes your boobs look good. And it's just like very flattering. But of course, extra flattering on Meghan. She looked so good. Like, yeah. Okay, I haven't really minded her um, blush pastel pink phase. Stuff. Like, I haven't minded it just because I'm like, Megan, you're walking on water. Yeah. Keep on walking on that water. But, like, just lately, because we're going to get into some more fashion in a little bit, but, like, she's just bringing it, and yeah. I am happy. Yes. I'm loving it. Yes. We, there was some amusement that, of course, the dress, it's black, um, but it looks just like her wedding dress. Um, so it's the same sort of neckline, the same sleeve, uh, a similar material even, of course, but it's in black, not white. And But it fits better in the chest. So she heard me. She listened. Obviously. Hey, Megan. Hey. How are you? <laughs> you should tweet at us too. I'm so glad you're taking my fashion advice. Um, okay. And of course, I listen to or I follow Diet Prada at Diet Prada, which is a fun Instagram account yes. um, that actually has tons of credit in the fashion industry because they call out, as the as the title Diet Prada would suggest, they call out um, diffusion lines or just other designers who steal from the previous collections of designers. So of course, they called out the fact that her dress looks, they were like, oh, look, there she is in Amelia Wickstead. Wait, we mean Givenchy. Wait, we mean Dior. <laughs> because as you'll recall, Amelia Wickstead said that the dress that she wore to her wedding, the Givenchy dress, looked like one of Amelia's own designs. So she, you know, she never said this on the record. This was the rumor or whatever. But um, everyone said that that's what Amelia was upset that her dress design had been stolen. And they were like, you didn't, it's a very basic dress design. It's, a, you know, a bateau neckline and it's very plain. Like you didn't steal it. I love fashion drama. <laughs> this is so good. <laughs> so yeah, they called out the fact that like, uh-oh, she stole again. No, wait, Givenchy stole. No, Dior stole. Um, it's, the, <laughs> it's the neckline she loves. It's the look she loves. But this was much better fitting. And she wore a little matching black hat, which I liked as well. But then not in attendance, but still at the palace, the Buckingham Palace, if you will, Yes, was uh, George and Charlotte. Yes. Because I guess they weren't allowed to have kids at the event, but they were there with their nanny Maria. And I don't know who the other woman was. I assume another nanny type yeah. person. But they were in the window of Buckingham Palace looking down at the event. And it's so adorable. Yes. There are three pictures that were circulating. In the first one, Charlotte has her tongue out. Yeah. She's just like sticking out that tongue. We know her to be very composed in public, but it turns out as long as she's safely behind the glass of her freaking palace, <laughs> she gets very sassy and sticks her tongue out of the crowd. And then she looks at George as he emphatically waves, which I don't know if he's waving at his parents because he can see them because, you know, they're also at the palace, just yes. in a different part of the palace. Yeah, Or he's waving at us. Yeah. I mean, that could very easily be it. But then the last picture is my favorite one because both of the kids have their hands up as if they're like trying to escape out the window. Yeah. yeah. 
and they're, they're just, like clawing at it. They're so cute, but they have their hands in the exact same position. And I just kind of assume because Charlotte is younger, like she must have seen George in that, and then she does the same position. And yeah, that's the progression. Is will is um William is George waving, so then she starts to wave too. She's like, oh right, we do that. Um, it's the same window. I mean, it looks the same. I'm not a Buckingham Palace historian, but it looks like the same window where we saw George similarly clambering at the window and sticking out his tongue a couple years back at a different event. Um, and of course, whenever I see this, it reminds me of that little. Um, gif of prince harry sticking his tongue out and princess Aww. diana grabbing him from behind to be like don't <laughs> please don't do that to the paparazzi these kids love sticking their tongues out wait caitlin maybe this is something children just do i know <laughs> i know but i just love that they don't do it when they're like on the street at an event they do it from behind windows i because, know they know that's so cool because prince Har- the prince harry moment he's in a car and he sticks his tongue out at the paparazzi so i just i love these little sass pots um, so yes. that was the RAF event, and that happened midday in England. But on Tuesday morning. On, on Tuesday. Or- but then, like, uh, two hours later, from our own experience of me sitting on my couch and you being at an actual job, um, <laughs> they pop up in Ireland. Yeah, they just hop on a pirate, private plane. Ooh, a pirate plane? I wish it was a freaking pirate plane. <sighs> That's so much better. I wrote a post last week about um, Prince William and his velvet robes at this really fancy <laughs> event in Scotland, and I was like, he looks like a hot pirate. He did. I remember that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so the trip, the Sussexes trip, Meghan and Harry are in Ireland for a two-day visit. And it's their first trip, or first like, official royal trip as a married couple overseas. Over, for, over a tiny, tiny over a sea. Tiny, tiny little pond. <laughs> they took a flight for 20 minutes to Ireland, um, and they we get to get we got to have that first tarmac pick. I love a tarmac pick because they look like rock stars. You know, they look so good, or like the diplomats they are. But so yes, they stepped off the plane. Megan was wearing her second outfit of the day in public at least I assume she was wearing leggings and Uggs in between every event um, she wore sort of a deep teal kind of and it's four screen oh excuse me sorry <laughs> a different publication other than my own because I had to write this post but a different publication to, said four screen I thought it had like a touch of like a peacock blue mixed in which gave it a kind of teal but in any case she wore uh, a crew neck Caitlin has her pen stuck in her hair oh, I'm sorry. sorry I'm working through it <laughs> <laughs> I'm working through it um I was so excited I was tapping my pen against my head um, I'm so sorry <laughs> how dare you this is a pri- this is a safe space um Megan wore a little crew neck sweater tucked into a uh pencil skirt and they're both Givenchy yes and she looked like she had on suits, which amused me. She it's yeah. a suits outfit. It is such a suits outfit, but it's also it's also so fall because she's wearing suede tan shoes, which I know you don't like, but I'm like, give me some tan shoes. Yeah, cognac, I believe, was what the designer. That's the co- like official oh. color. I know, fancy. And then she also had a brown tote bag. The tote bag is extraordinary. She just looked so good, and she looked like she was ready for fall it was such a fall outfit not like a fall outfit I would wear because my fall outfit is like jeans with a very baggy sweater because I'm <laughs> cold because it's it's less than 70 degrees and I'm dying of a chill yes um, but no she looks super chic um, and then you would think they were done like that was plenty Harry gave a speech um, actually I'd like to pause to appreciate that speech for a little bit because he says Ireland in the sexiest way <laughs> 
I didn't realize that Prince Harry had such a sexy voice until Caitlin pointed <laughs> out that he said Ireland in a sexy way. I'm going to pull it up on my phone. Um, but basically, he just, I mean, it's like a very typical speech, honestly. He's just talking about how he's happy to be there, blah, blah, blah. Thank you for having me. Um, but the way, with his accent, the way he says Ireland, it's just like, it's so, it's so beautiful. His whole voice is just smooth like butter. Just... <laughs> goes right down. We're so creepy. I'm so sorry to uh, married woman Isn't Megan. Isn't it 90 to the president of Ireland and the people of Ireland. Sloncha. Sloncha. <laughs> I finally know how to pronounce that thanks to Prince Harry. Prince Harry, hello. Hello. Um, so Ireland, I just really liked that. Um, so just in case that wasn't enough, those two crazy kids, they must be so tired, mm-hmm. not with jet lag because it was a 20-minute flight, but they went to yet another event. Um, they attended a garden party that night. It wasn't like your grandmother's garden party. They weren't wearing like a flower dress, no. florals or anything. No. Megan was wearing black again. Yes. And it looked, we believe it's Amelia Wickstead. Yes. So, <laughs> again. <laughs> There's some confusion over the tweets. <laughs> no, I believe it is the Royals reporters confirmed it's Amelia Wickstead. I think it's just so funny because we were, as we were sort of trash talking her like 20 minutes ago, um, she that was the big controversy was like when will she, they the royals love Amelia Wickstead so it was like when will she wear her again to like sort of smooth things over after the wedding controversy so the answer was to this garden party she looks stunning it's a sleeveless black dress um, with kind of thicker straps it's sort of midi length it like flares a little bit ruffles below oh, her no, knee Caitlin, there's another belt there's <laughs> there's another little belt there is another little belt but it looks sort of bejeweled and it's really pretty so I'll allow this one and she wore a little black Givenchy clutch and her favorite black shoes that she wears all the time and her hair which has been back in a bun all day is just kind of cascading it's flowing it's so beautiful yes and as always at all three of these events today and at the christening yesterday the Sussexes are holding hands and they just look so happy and an important thing to note from this event is that they both drank champagne and oh yeah as we know from the fug girls uh megan took a very very long very obvious sip yes which means not pregnant not pregnant not yet maybe tonight with all these outfit changes <laughs> yeah she's exhausted a baby will be made <laughs> um yes famously also i know this from the fug girls is that uh kate middleton tends to come back from royal trips pregnant Oh my God, you're right. Yeah, the timeline usually lines up. Asia trip. Yeah, it usually is just about right that she comes back pregnant. Um, So you know, maybe they're feeling foxy in Ireland. Um, Maybe. But so that was really it. It's so gorgeous, and we still have another day to go. Um, So thank you so much, royal family. You've given us a lot this week. Um, What they're also giving Megan, unfortunately, it seems, is an accent. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Such a good transition. Thank I'm you. so proud of you, Thank Caitlin. You. Oh, my you. God. Thank you. Um, but it's it's a topic that I'm a little stressed out about because so a clip emerged from an event that was actually weeks ago. So it seems yes. like somebody probably uploaded this. Somebody who was in the crowd who spoke to Megan recorded this moment with her as you would if Megan Markle were approaching your face and you were standing in a crowd and have been waiting for three hours to see her. They recorded it on their iPhone and then the clip didn't come out for weeks because it was from an old event. Um, and I, they probably just posted it to their Instagram and it went sort of viral because in the clip as she's speaking to the crowd, she seems to have an English accent. Hi, it's nice to meet you. My name's Aya. Aya. I've been a fan of you for so long. What's that? 
I watched you for so long. So I listened. I was honestly nervous to listen, and I put it off for like two days because I I was secondhand embarrassed for her. Um, and I listened, and she totes has an English accent. Yeah. Okay. So my experience with Americans going to the UK was in college. My friend had an internship in London one summer, and I visited her. And I went to her internship, and she has like you know a normal Jersey voice, just Thank like you. Caitlin. Thank you. And suddenly, like she's like, "I'm going to the store. Do you need anything?" And I was like, <laughs> "Why are you talking like, like what that? What is this rhythm?" So I okay. So in Megan's defense, I do think that people in different countries have different ways of speaking, and I know that some places don't really like the American monotone way of speaking, and yeah. Also, like Gwyneth Paltrow exists, so like she and has Madonna. accents. Yeah, Madonna. So like, a lot of people pick up the accents. But the cut today, not to you know talk about my employer. Did you write this? No, I didn't. Okay. I wish it was actually a really good idea. Good job, Carrie. But um, <laughs> so they uh, Carrie, my colleague, talked to a linguist to be like, mm -hmm. is it possible to pick up an accent? So Megan's accent wasn't like completely blatant. She wasn't. So sorry, British people. I'm so sorry. She wasn't like. Hello, sir. Can I have some more? <laughs> or like, cheerio. She was more just like, hi, I'm Megan. Oh, yeah, the weather's nice. Yeah, it was almost like it was more the melody of an English accent. It just like came out. Which I do understand because people from the UK and a lot of other countries that are not this dumb one, um, they have like a, a mellifluousness, like a, a lilt. I love that word. It's a great word because it's, it's almost, it sounds like what it is. Like it's yeah. just a lovely melody and a lilt to their manner of speaking. Um, I mean, even the Cambridges, like we've heard them add like, isn't it at the end of every sentence? Like British people tend to do that where they're like something, 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 isn't it? And they like repeat back or isn't she? You know, it's like they make everything into a question. Mm -hmm. um, so Megan was sort of doing that. What bothered me was as she's going from person to person, basically every person is saying, you're so pretty. And she's saying, thank you. Thank you. Um, oh, thank you. Thank yes. you. That's my With impression. like Y-E-W kind of pronunciation, which reminded me, I've watched many a video about how Claire Foy and the cast members of The Crown learned to speak in the oh, yeah. very specific upper crust English accent that the royals have, which has a lot of, um, it's almost like Germanic in its accent, and it involves like adding ease to everything. So like, thank you. Um, so it's not just that she's speaking with an accent, she's speaking with a royals accent. Mm -hmm. But you know what? She's around them 24 hours a day. She's in a love nest. It's only natural. Yes. So the linguist said just as much. The linguist was like, it's not possible to like, fully adapt an accent in that short amount of time but it's perfectly normal to like kind of change your pattern of speaking just yes. a little bit and that's basically what she does like she still sounds American except for when she has like her few British words and yeah. sentences I would love to have a British accent honestly much better than what I'm working with yeah like we we know what we sound like <laughs> We have to listen to ourselves too, you know. Yeah. Um, just kidding. Please keep listening to us. We sound lovely. I Please, hope. we love you all. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, so, before we adjourn the Royal Pod, yes, we have some highs and lows. It's time for the Royal Highs and Lows. My high, which I'm sure is Caitlin's high, but she's gonna have to pick a different high. Rude. My high is 100% the little kids uh, looking at the window, Charlotte with her tongue and. 
the waves. It's just, oh my gosh, it's so heartwarming. They're just so adorable. Yes, we love any pop-up of the kids. Um, my high was Kate Middleton looking so insanely happy that her cheeks looked like they were going to crack at the christening. <laughs> what new mom of three little babies is that happy? You know, well, mom yeah. of one new little baby, but two other kids under five. Like, that's... She looked well-rested. She looked so happy. Like, she was just going to burst. And mm-hmm. it's really sweet to see. My low is a little personal Uh-oh. because it's people don't understand my sense of humor. <laughs> my low was also having people being mean to Lisa on the internet. I mean... We're media people, so we open ourselves up to this sort of horror. But, you know being enemies of Trump's state, but it's, I don't like when people don't get Lisa's jokes, especially if when they're about Prince Louis. I think my jokes are funny. Yeah, they are funny. <laughs> so that's my low as well. So uh, you can follow us. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, me, Lisa. Follow, follow Lisa. She needs some technological support. Yeah, maybe like send me a nice tweet, be like, oh, your joke was funny. <laughs> <laughs> but you can send that to Lisa Rye on Twitter and you can read my writing at The Cut. Yes, and you can follow me at HeyKMenz, H-E-Y-K-M-E-N-Z, on Twitter and Instagram, uh, and read more of my writing at CaitlinMenza.com. And then please follow the show on Instagram at Royally Obsessed Podcast, and join our Facebook group, Royally Obsessed. And please remember to subscribe and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. And until next week, God save the pod. I feel like we always deliver that line really sexily. And they were like, God save the pod, save the pod. Her Majesties of Royally Obsessed have retired for this episode. God save the pod. And if you fancy the podcast, give Royally Obsessed the royal rating of five stars on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Instagram at Royally Obsessed Podcast. And join our Facebook group, Royally Obsessed. Royally Obsessed is a gallery podcast production.